The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Hey, Try the Nachos. <laughs> Uh, it was a it was a fun episode. Um, this would we did you know with our technology all from our ho- own homes, um, but uh, we may be getting together for a uh, real live recording soon. Yeah, it, it may be coming back to the basement. Hmm. You'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening to this free podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, It's all brought to us, of course, uh, by our sponsors. Uh, They help pay for this party. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. The Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have teamed up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there's a place for you. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. I will see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts. All right. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, this new episode. Everybody made it except for Rebecca. She was on assignment this week. She had some stuff she had to take care of, so it was a sausage fest. But uh, Jay was here, everybody was here. And uh, yeah, we had a good time talking about you know, the stuff that we saw this week, trailers and all of those things. And this is a free podcast for you, and we appreciate it. The really fun stuff, I mean, this is fun, but the really fun stuff, the personal stuff, the insightful stuff is happening on our Patreon and that's only three fifty a month, and we appreciate it. We love you for it. Thank you so much. Uh, you get videos. You get exclusive audio. You get all kinds of things there. I think I'm going to talk Shannon into uh, starting a, a Patreon-exclusive podcast there called Two Old Divas. I'm going to see if I can... It'll be easy to talk him into that, I think, actually, now that I think about it. All right. <laughs> But it's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the quickest link to our Patreon page. Because people can't spell Patreon. I don't understand it, but there you go. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com will take you right to our Patreon page, and you can sign up there. It's only $3.50 a month for the exclusive uh, content. Or you can just show us a little love with like a buck a month. That's That also is there as well. Anyway. All right, let's get to this. Oh, and our merchandise. Don't forget, as you can see, if you look at our our webpage or wherever you're finding this episode on our social media, I'm holding up a Geek Show mug. Yes, that one can be yours at a very affordable price, and it comes to your house like that. It's amazing. Uh, If you go to uh, geekshowpodcast.com and click on the merch button, you can find all of our merch there, and the the mug's just a part of all the merch that we've got there. So uh, that's another way you can support the show, and we love seeing you wearing us all over your body or drinking from us even. Uh, That's also fun. All right. Name of the episode is Try the Nachos. Please to enjoy. And welcome back, Geek Show Podcast. Hi, everybody. How are you? Uh, hi. Nifty. How's, it, Nifty. how's it going? Me? Hi. I'm feeling nice. Nice. Well, that's not what the internet oh, says wow. about it. You know, the internet <laughs> says you're mean, Jay. It's mean old Jay Whitaker, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey. what, what happened? Like, I was not a part of any of this shit. I don't Holy know what shit. 
I popped popcorn halfway through. I was like, oh man, go that to, shit happened. All- go to Jay's Twitter feed and yeah, it's all there. It. It's all there. That's um, funny. Yeah. I, uh, I shit I'm just post saying. sports teams all the time. No one's canceling me. Right. I, I'm just going to say, listen, you're going to you're going to bother me on Juneteenth and Father's Day. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, don't try it. Like, I'm not I'm not I'm not the one. I'm not the one because it's Father's Day, Juneteenth. You know, I'm. you know, I'm off like, you know, I'm not doing a damn thing. So if you want to come down. I got I'll just, time. I'll just, sum I just it say up. that I'll just sum it up really quickly. The jazz are not a religion here in Utah. And, you know, here on, on Geek Show, we make fun of Star Wars, too. Yeah. We make how, fun how of all did, the stuff we you know, like. All the stuff we like, we make fun of it, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we've been doing this for how long? Maybe? 25 years. See, yeah. it feels like it. <laughs> till the be- till I'll just the say this. Of, I'll just say the beginning this. of time. So what, Anybody did, can get it. Any franchise can get it. Any yes. IP can get it. If you oh, like yes. it, we will. We if you like it, we will love it. If you like it, we will fuck with it. If you like it, we will yes. hate it. If you like it, we will appreciate it. I'm I'm spitting right now. Let's go. Let's, right? uh, let's <laughs> sum it up, Carrie. George Bush Jr. was president when Geek Show started. Oh, see, that's how long we've been doing it. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, just because you <laughs> you. I love Daredevil, but I'll also make fun of Daredevil, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not Jay's fault that the jazz always choke like Mama Cass with a sandwich. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm a Mama Cass fan. I, but I'm deeply insulted. I have, I, have this theory, I have this theory that there's like a conspiracy within the NBA where every other team goes easy on the jazz during the regular season. And gives them false confidence, and then the playoffs come around, and they're like, "Okay, now for reals, we're gonna play on you." And they're like, "Dang it!" I'm, so they- I'm not about to weigh in on a sports conspiracy theory at all, but I would say this: if you're on the East Coast and you're a jazz fan, go tell Jay Whitaker a thing or two. Yeah, he performs yeah. comedy. Yeah. Also, yeah, up? give me comedy advice if you've never been on stage. Please give me comedy <laughs> advice. I, I fucking love that. Yeah, please, yo. Yeah. If you've never I, done, if you've never done ten years of what I have done and have been able listen. to like live comfortably off of, please give me all the fucking advice. Oh my god, thirty, 30 plus years in radio, they still think they need yep. to give me advice. So I, I had exactly, turn your headphones up. <laughs> I, I had exactly the same conversation with somebody earlier this week, and they were just yeah. like. Well, have you ever tried this approach to illustration? I'm like, I have been drawing since your dad was in junior high school. <laughs> Do not give me advice right. unless you have a degree and history in this field. Jay, you gave me advice on stand-up. You said, don't comment on the lights. The one time I did stand-up, first words out of my mouth was, wow, those are bright. Yeah, so bright. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, go see Jay uh, perform somewhere on the East Coast. He's performing all the time. It's Jay Whitaker. Jay Whitaker.com. What's up? And Oh, actually, I'm coming to Denver soon. That, that date's locked down. I'm just saying August uh, 20th, 21st. Oh, no. August 12th through the 14th. Just, we, I'm just saying, if you're in Denver, lo- don't have shit. We got a lot of friends in Denver. We have a lot yeah, of friends in Denver. So come. August come. August 12th through 14th. Keep that thing. His brights are light. His lights are bright. Lee George Cade, everybody. Yes, I have a light bright. And with this light bright, I can make a clown. I can make a bird. I can make a flower. Boys light, and girls bright, of all ages, light, enjoy the new light bright. 
Light don't accept bright, anything making else. things with light. But Turn light bright. Power of color, light. Um, light I've got I've light got some bright. shows coming up. I'll be doing the Smithsonian Aerospace Museum on August 22nd. You awesome. coming to Virginia? At the uh, Smithsonian Natural History Museum on August 23rd. And on August 24th, I'll be doing my one-man show. No, I will not take my fucking shoes off. I don't care if you're with the government. <laughs> I like the name of that show. That's nice. That's a, and, and, and of all the hills to die on, I appreciate that one. Thank you so yep. much. These uh, are payless slip-ons, sir. The <laughs> Lamborghini but, of slip-on shoes. I will not take so. them off. <laughs> Uh, he senses a conspiracy in sports. He's quad T too tall, Tony. I'm telling you, they're out to get the small market teams. That's what they're doing. It's right. a conspiracy. Check me out on Twitter for more gems such as that. And uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> at, at quad T Tony or on the Geek Show podcast. Yep. Oh and my he's god. Just, he's just okay. He's Shannon Barnson. Yeah, you know. Hey, I got some shows coming up. All right, tell them where, where you're uh, going to be at, man. Well, I'll be at uh, Brewies, the newly reopened yeah. Brewies on July Hell 8th yeah. for Devotion Wrestling uh, Bar Fights. Yes, yes. Are you going yes. to start calling these? Because I think that's like your, your actual calling is calling wrestling matches. Uh, kind maybe. of the mean Gene Okerlund of local wrestling. Yeah, because I... I I think I want to be a manager. I might be a manager eventually. Oh, you want to be like Mean Gene? And then, uh, uh, and then two Ooh, days after that, at the uh, <laughs> at the Gateway is their big show, and I went to that. That was a lot of fun last oh. month. And also on August twenty uh, fourth. Uh, sorry to compete with you, uh, Lee. I'll be at what? Fuck Knuckles. We're in uh, I'm sorry, we're in Grand Junction. Coasts. Yeah. Yeah. Different coasts. We'll be What's fine. Fuck Knuckles? It's a night Is this a fisting competition? Comedy club fuck? called Fuck Knuckles. <laughs> Come on down to Fuck Knuckles. <laughs> Try the nachos. <laughs> for extra sauce. Yes. And the captain of this comedy cavalcade, oh, don't forget our host, Carrie Jackson. Hi. Carrie. Jackson. Uh, I'm I'm off the radio this week, so uh, uh, no Monday through Friday, six to ten x ninety six this week. I'll be back on uh, the sixth of July. Until then, so, I'm staying home. I'm ooh. just gonna stay home and and go to restaurants. That's that's what I have planned. That's it. There you go. <laughs> I went to a restaurant last week. You did. And then guess what I did? What? I went to a bar. Wow. A bar and a restaurant. The yeah. Same night? Yeah, we went to Park City, and we went oh. to a really good Mexican restaurant, and then we nice. went to a speakeasy, and we watched live music. Ooh, sounds, sounds nice. like you a secret agent. Look at you doing secret <laughs> agent know. shit. And my we, bartender yeah. knew how to make a Negroni, which I learned how that I liked at Carrie's house. Those are great. Yes, those are great. Negroni. It's a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah, those are great. And not uh, racist. It's Sue and I. Oh, <laughs> Sue and I went to dinner last night at uh, one of our fav- one of my favorite places. I think it's one of hers. Uh, it's beneath uh, uh, the bodega on Main Street. There was that, that um, place. It's called Below Me. It's called the Rest, and it's and it's like a secret, like speakeasy kind of restaurant. And uh, oh, it was wonderful. I had a great time last night. Okay, uh, raise a glass. We got to raise oh. a glass. Oh. Who do we got Why are this people time? dying still? Raise it. No, this is uh, this isn't a death. This is a an injury. 
Oh. Uh, we're, oh, we're, saying, we're saying goodbye to Harrison Ford's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It turned From using to that dust. whip too goddamn much? It turned uh, to dust last week. <laughs> it did. Harrison Ford <laughs> suffered a shoulder injury while rehearsing a fight scene for the upcoming Indiana Jones 5. He's using that whip too hard. That's what you yeah. get. This is uh, another conspiracy. It wasn't actually rehearsal. He was just pushing himself up out of his chair. Uh, and, get off my plane. Spokesman for Disney said in the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Production will continue while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated and the filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. There you go. You know, I've worked in rest homes with people Harrison Ford's age. They were ruining their shoulders all the time. Yep. He belongs in a museum. I was going to say, what are they going to do? They're going to reconfigure the schedule so they're going to go back in time 30 years? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, uh, I forgot when I was reading an article about that, that when he was filming the last Star Wars movie that he was in, that he broke his leg yeah. on a hydraulic door. On the Millennium door. Falcon. Yeah, yeah, the Millennium Falcon hydraulic door like, closed on it or something and busted his leg. Yep. He said, hello, old friend. But does, this, <laughs> does this mean I get some more of those great pills? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. We had a lot of uh, trailers uh, drop this week, and I want to start... Yeah, we did. I want to start with... Um, well, I, I got four I want to bring attention to, and you can go to the internet and see these, of course. Uh, boy, I got... Here's the thing. The G.I. Joe Snake Eyes trailer from last week, which was yeah. the second one, I believe, was, was, really, cool. was really fucking cool. And I'm yeah. watching the martial arts and the stunts and shit, and my first thought was, boy, Shang-Chi better bring it. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, then they dropped the latest Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. And, Let's talk and, about it. Did he, did he brung it? Motherfucker it brought it. It oh, brought it. Oh, it's Shit else. is fire. It was broughten. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a martial arts movie. Um, some of the things that we uh, learned from the, uh, from the trailer, uh, the Ten Rings, you remember the Mandarin yeah. had Ten Rings on his fingers. Mm-hmm. We're learning that the Ten Rings are now bracelets. Or like, arm, like, or arm bands. Like arm bands, for, yeah. five mm-hmm. for each arm. And, you can, and they are magical, because they were in the comic books, right? Yeah. And, and you can fling them out and do all, all kinds of crazy magic shit with them. Um, yeah, it looks it so looks, cool. It looks really fucking cool. It's also our first dragon in the MCU. Yes, there was a That's dragon true. in the trailer. Yeah. And fingers a dragon-looking fellow. Fingers crossed it's Fin Fang Foom, but it probably oh, won't man. be. I won't be. I didn't um, see purple pants. There's no uh, way. Exactly. <laughs> it's in MODOK. You go watch I that. I forgot You'll see. about the purple pants. Yeah. Fin Fang Foom has purple pants. <laughs> he does. Yeah. You, don't want right. his dra- you don't want his dragon junk just going through I'm, the city and knocking everything down? Uh, I'm pretty sure they were probably Hulk's pants first, and then... <laughs> they just passed him along afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, uh, well, uh, here's uh, uh, the star who plays Shang-Chi, uh, Simu Liu. It says, I'm, why I'm so excited about this movie is that there is not one moment. There are many moments, and there are many characters that you root for and fall in love with. It's a celebration of Marvel and superheroes, but also of Asian myths. That's something that we haven't seen before in a superhero movie. And as I watched it, I had to freeze frame. And we have confirmation. The abomination. Yeah. Is that, is that confirmed? Yeah. Uh-huh. That is legit. That's legit. I uh, 
I, I watched the trailer and I turned on the uh, subtitles. Yeah. And at one yeah. point it goes abomination. It just says it. Grouse. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fighting Wu from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wong. Oh, Wong, Wong, not Wu. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. fighting yeah. Wong. Mixed up. Uh, well, Wong from Doctor Strange. Yeah. And and this we has have, been wow. this has been confirmed by an Instagram post from uh, I think it was Simu Liu where where the actors were out uh, at a Korean restaurant having food and they were all there. <laughs> so did they get uh, what's what's his face? It was uh, the abomination before he transforms. Uh, Tim Roth. Tim, well, I guess Tim, Tim Roth. Roth yeah. Who is who is going to be in the She Hulk TV series? Oh, as really? That character, yes. Well, and yeah. I so, just remembered in the comics, Abomination never transforms back to his human form. No, He's right. They referred as. to him on Agents of Shield several times to be like, yeah. "You keep this up, you'll be rotting on the raft next to Emil Blonsky." Yeah, Blonsky. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so I. That's reason enough right there to pull out that uh, Ed Norton Incredible Hulk movie. And it, I like watch that movie. Yeah, and it I looks like, like it. they've added the uh, the fins. The fins, yeah. The face fins. Yeah, face fins. Yeah. I I I yelled because I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. I I just because yeah. oh, you know like you know how Twitter ruins everything sometimes, and I just watched it blind, and I was like, and I'd go, oh! <laughs> it was. It's really something. Go and watch it if you haven't seen it yet. It's uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Also, we got a Candyman trailer, a second one. Yeah. And what was great about this trailer was that nothing really shocking happened, but it scared the piss out of me. It's Is such it, a great... It, it, it's a mood, the, the trailer. Yeah. It's, it's this sense of impending doom that just keeps building through this trailer. Candyman was... The, that... Candyman, like people sleep on him. I know it was. I know it was uh, Freddy Krueger, Jason, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I was never scared of the motherfuckers because they never like they never came to my hood really. Like they never. But mm-hmm. Candyman will pull up. He's a, he's he's in the community. And well, that's uh, yeah. It's uh, it takes place. <laughs> like, I was in like, the, oh shit! <laughs> it takes place in the housing projects of Chicago's Cabrini Green neighborhood, terrorized by a word of mouth ghost story about a supernatural killer with a hook for a hand. Oh my god. And, uh, you, they, they they dare everybody to uh, to summon him by saying his name five times. Uh, is, it, so. is it the same dude? We don't. Tony know. Todd. We yeah. don't know. They're keeping that a secret and good for. Well, them. No, they re- so they read. Didn't there? There was a Jordan Peele reboot. This is good. the Jordan Peele reboot. Okay, yeah, that was okay. Yeah. All right, there he's we producing. Go. He's producing. Uh, so they're keeping that quiet. The other trailer that we got this week was another Suicide Squad trailer. Oh God Woo! damn it. That, that focuses. I haven't that watched it yet. That shit. It yeah. does look that shit. It it focuses on Bloodsport. Uh, Id, Idris Elba, mm-hmm. and, uh, and introduces Weasel. and Weasel. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they're both the stars of it. Um, it, <laughs> it looks just amazing, and you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of James Gunn's work, and I just I know it's just going to be batshit crazy, and I'm going to love it. I think. And and it's I, totally confirmed that Starro is the. Starro is the big operation. Yeah, <laughs> Operation Starfish. Um, I think we're also going to see some therapists coming out and officially being able to diagnose Harley Quinn. That would mm. be there are a couple scenes where if somebody's not actually manifesting stuff, she's seeing things mm. um, like flying rats and all kinds of other shit. So I, I have no idea, but oh, uh, really? I, it would be interesting to see if somebody could actually diagnose her psychoses and. Uh, 
especially being that she is a psychiatrist, which could make things real interesting. Yeah, yeah. It just it just looked wonderful, and if you're a DC fan, you got to be happy about it. Um, yeah. Let's see. The other one that I want you to look at is this. Uh, it's the spinoff from What We Do in the Shadows. It's called Wellington Paranormal, mm-hmm. which is a, a show that's been in production in New Zealand for a couple of seasons now, and we haven't seen it yet. But it's coming July 11th to the CW. Oh, yep. really? Yeah. yeah. And, is it a uh, reboot, so, or is it just a straight bring across the it's a straight kind of thing? Or it's straight the bring cops. Across. It's the it's cops, yeah, cops from, that. from the first awesome. person. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's really funny. Uh <laughs> It's, uh, let's see, we got Exorcist Spider Walk, we got Crop Circles, Aliens, UFOs, uh, Ghosts, Werewolves. Ooh, full uh, grab oh, bag. Yeah, the full not, grab bag. Not Swearwolves. Werewolves. Not Swearwolves. Uh, Wellington this, this... Paranormal <laughs> follows the adventures of Officers O'Leary and Minogue, uh, hardworking members of the Wellington Constabulary's Paranormal Unit, who, under the supervision of Sergeant Maka, uh, investigate supernatural occurrences that arise in the capital of New Zealand on a surprisingly regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this show, uh, I have a couple friends in New Zealand who've been watching it and they love it. And mm-hmm. it's weird because we were supposed to get this years ago and then they decided to do a different spinoff. And they did the, the actual What We Do in the Shadows. Which uh, is great. No which complaints. is still awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. super great. So uh, that'll be on the CW on July 11th, and uh, go watch the trailer, and I think you'll be, uh, your appetite will be wetted mm-hmm. for, this, mm-hmm. for this series. Uh, let's see, okay, um, oh, here, here we go, DC fans, I need your help. Here we go. Because we just got this announced, uh, like, this morning or last night. DC Comics, Madam Xanadu. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, this is... A very don't, obscure character. Don't, don't worry. I did some digging. <laughs> okay, good. I was about to open up Google. Uh, so we got uh, True Blood writer and executive producer Angela Robinson heading to, uh, heading to uh, HBO Max with this. Uh, it's a TV series based, based on the immortal good. clairvoyant. J.J. Abrams is the producer. Bah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Adams, uh, Abrams and Robinson are teaming up to develop a series called Madam X, based on Madam Xanadu, a.k.a. Nimue. DC character inspired by the Arthur- Arthurian legend was designed by uh, Michael William Kaluta back in 78, with her initial story worked on by David Micheline. This is uh, a TV project, you know, because J.J. Uh, Abrams has now got access to the Warner Brothers DC library. And so they've got Who gave the, him those keys. <laughs> they gave him, you know, Justice League Dark is coming, which could feature Madame Xanadu, uh, the new Superman film he's producing. Um, but uh, Robinson, uh, he's not a stranger to comic book stories. He previously wrote and directed uh, Professor Marston in the Wonder Woman, which is a good a good movie. And he also wrote The Web for DC. He's uh, currently. Uh, Working on a new take on Constantine with Abrams. Hmm. Uh, okay, here it is. Madame Xanadu. Gone through several incarnations, just like most comic book characters, but originally she was stripped of her powers, which are levitation, teleportation, and the ability to see the future through tarot cards by Merlin. Went to have a child that was an ancestor of none other than John Constantine. Along the way, she had uh, adventures with other DC magic characters, made a deal with Neron for her soul, 
was right. blind for a time because she was acting as the powerful Spectre's advisor. Uh, the advisor for the Spectre. Uh, she apparently, and I don't remember this, made uh, one live-action appearance on the Swamp Thing TV series. Which one? Uh, yeah, the, the Swamp Thing one on HBO Max that's uh, there right now, the current really? one. Really? The newer one? Huh? Yeah, played by uh, Gerald Prescott. Hmm. 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 Okay. So, okay. yeah. She's super obscure. I mean, you can tell by the, the character, you know, associations and credits that you just read off there that she's never really been in a mainstream, you know, Justice League, Superman, Batman kind of a story, it sounds like. But mm. Right. Could be good. So I mean, then, if, it's, yeah. if it's involving someone from True Blood, you know, it might just be wonderful trash, but we'll never know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's nice until we watch it. I'll just wait for Jellystone. That looks pretty I, good, doesn't it? It does yeah. look good. That's another thing. I want to like True Blood, but God, it sucks. It's so bad. It it's terrible, but for some it's reason, I couldn't so stop watching it. That's Yeah, that's another trailer to go watch is Jellystone. Oh, there's uh, Jellystone. Yes. There's, Jellystone looks like a cross between SpongeBob and the regular show. And I am in if that's with, what it is. I'm way in. With all of those classic Hanna-Barbera characters, Yogi yeah, Bear, yeah. El Cabong. And I loved it that all of a sudden, it's, and it's like Johnny Quest and Haji. And you're like, okay, what? Huh? Hell, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Huckleberry Hound is there. I mean, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're trying, they got all this wonderful IP that they're just not using. And I, I can't tell who the show is geared for. I mean, is it geared for little kids or people like me? I don't know. I, I, can, I think they're probably a, trying to do a, a both kind of a thing. Both? Yeah, because if you can that's pull it. off both, you just opened the money train. And yep. that's exactly that's exactly what SpongeBob did, you know. Yep. It's been yep. going for how many seasons? Because a five-year-old can watch it and like the five-year-old jokes, and a 36-year-old myself can watch it and like the, the really – jokes. Five-year-old jokes and the very, very heavily masked innuendos and things like that that are just hilarious. May, may I throw a fifth trailer on the trailer train? Please. Uh, there's a new trailer for what is going to be the movie that was made exclusively for me and no one else because I'm sure I'm the only one who's going to go see it. Um, it's The Green Knight from David Lowery with Dave Patel. Now tell I me about that this. trailer. Okay, so I don't. This looks I, I crazy. keep seeing. I keep seeing this reference and I don't know what it is. Yeah. What is this? So. This is bonkers. As it you is. know, I am a huge Arthurian legend fan. And my biggest complaint is that Arthurian legends have been corrupted. They've been changed. They've been reworked. They've been romanticized. Yep. The original mm. Welsh Arthurian legends are trippy as fuck. This stuff is like, it's, it's the heroic journey. It's your, it's your Joseph Campbell, your foundation of Western mythology. And it's all very powerful stuff. Gawain and the Green Knight is the beginning of our modern appreciation of Arthurian legend. And that was from J.R.R. Tolkien being obsessed with the story of Gawain and the Green Knight. And his interpretation of it is like the definitive retelling of that story. Now, this movie is actually going straight to the mythological source material. And the story basically is... That as Arthur's older and he's becoming feeble because he fucked his sister and had a bastard child and the land is corrupted. And so the yeah. Green Knight shows up and says, I will give any of your champions one whack to take me down. Not realizing that that's what starts the curse. So Gawain jumps over. Arthur gives him Excalibur. He chops his head off in one blow. The guy's fucking eternal. And he basically tells Gawain, 
you have one year before you have to come to my castle and best me for real. And so Gawain Ooh, stuck shit. with this. Yeah. So Gawain stuck with this whole thing where he's like basically he's basically farm boy Luke. He's a knight. He wants to be a knight. He's wanted to be a knight his entire life, but he's Arthur's nephew. So he's never done anything by his own merits. And so all of a sudden Vader shows up and says, you have one year to prepare. Come and not me. only that, he flexes on him being immortal, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, good job cutting my head off. I don't yeah. need it. I'll see you in a year. But it's got everything from it's got everything from the talking foxes to the fairies to and, wow. you know, I'm gonna come right out and say it. The last good Arthurian movie in the last twenty years was Guy Ritchie. I like I that, that movie. One. I yeah, loved it. Good. Because they they dared to be weird. Because Arthurian okay. legend has to be weird. We clean cut it because Lamort de Arthur, um, Mallory's retelling of it all was all just fucking pomp and circumstance and long lingering glances and exposed ankles bullshit that's not our so ankles. bring it bring it back it's to nice weird ankle. i'm so excited for this but one of my favorite on the rise actors is in this as well so you've got dave patel you've got alicia vikander who i love mm-hmm. but you've yes. got um the girl aaron kellyman who was emphasis nest in the solo movie and she was the bad guy in uh, falcon, falcon and the, and the winter, winter soldier, soldier. oh so i love her as well yeah. Nice. so yeah She's great cast great. And I, I love Dev Patel as Gawain. That's just perfect. So anyway, it sounds great. I so uh, yeah. I'll, I'll look for it now. Where do I but sign? This is dope. It's, it's tracking at like two on the interest meter internationally. Yeah. So like I say, I see, I keep seeing people I follow reference it, but yeah. I, I you know nothing nothing in my trades about it. Nothing in uh, all that stuff. So that's that's think- good to hear. And I think I'm part excited. of it is why why it maybe isn't as popular as we think it should be is because it the the trailer is unapologetically weird and like like mm. dark weird mm, and okay. and well, so for your average person that likes you know regular fantasy movies it's it's off putting I think but that's why yeah. I'm interested in it you know but this is the guy that directed the uh, Peach Dragon remake Shannon so oh yeah, yeah. okay. He makes oh, pretty movies. Show me, yeah. show me what you got. Yep. Exactly. I'll be As there. As we say. I'm on board. After these Did messages, messages right, right back. back. You're coming back. <laughs> Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store teaming up, of course. In mainstream comics, Marvel is getting all dressed up in their fancy clothes for the Hellfire Gala. And DC Comics has a stack of Batman every week this month. Oh, you can never have enough Batman. But the big news is, is that Dr. Volts is having a sale. They are building up to Free Comic Book Day and the Wasatch Comic Con in August. Volts is offering uncanny savings throughout the month of July. So go start staking out the store. This sale happens in July. All right. July 1st through the 7th, up to 10% off store-wide. July 8th through the 14th, up to 20% off store-wide. July 15th through the 22nd, up to 30% off. You're sensing a pattern here. The big one, July 23rd and 24th, up to 50% off. Them some savings. Now, remember, this does not apply to holds or new this week comics. But start planning down to make sure you get all the stuff that you had your eye on at Dr. Volts. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. The Nerd Store and Dr. Volts teaming up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there's a place for you. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. 
And then I was like, and we're back. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, Star Wars. Hey, what? Why are we got some stars? Star Wars. Warring? Star Wars. Hey, I'm going to tell you, listen right now, disclaimer. If we don't like what this project might be, we might rip on Star Wars. Okay? We (laughs) might do it. Is this where you tell me I should get it? Is this where you tell me I should catch up on the Bad Batch and that it's not that bad? No, I actually, I, okay. I'm not caught up on the Bad Batch. I plan to do that this week. Um, okay. But uh, Rogue Squadron. The video game? <laughs> the books? Um, the oh. books. Uh, the comics? Books. No, this is uh, Patty Jenkins' Star Wars project. Remember she oh, talked right. about this. I forgot some they were making ago. one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same. Uh, she's same. She's been working on Well, she finally has a, uh, a co-script writer. Uh, his name is Matthew Robinson. He co-wrote and co-directed uh, The Invention of Lying with Ricky oh, Gervais. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's a good movie. He is penning the script to Rogue Squadron, which uh, Jenkins cool. is due to direct. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it was 2020 was when it was announced that uh, she was going to do this. And she's, uh, she said she's using her fighter pilot father as an inspiration for the project. Nice has wanted to make the greatest fighter pilot movie ever made, she says. So that's what this is going to be. And uh, I, frankly, am happy about this. Yes. Uh, We don't know much about the project. Um, I did some looking into this guy, Robinson. He's done all kinds of different things. He's not, you know, you can't say he's a one type of writer. Uh, The Invention of Lying. Uh, He worked on uh, uh, 2020's Dylan O'Brien starring post-apocalyptic creature feature called Love and Monsters. I don't even know what that that is, but I want to watch it now. You like that? It sounds interesting just from the name. Uh, Yeah, it's it's like giant kaijus and stuff. It's really cool. What? He he is working on the uh, sequel to Edge Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, Overlooked overlooked movie. I really like that one. Yeah, it's Uh, like... Top ten sci-fi right there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, a great movie. the The sequel is called "Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat." Um, <laughs> and he and also still, they're they're leaving the very best name in the world on the table, which is stupid because the source material is "All You Need Is Kill." Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's again. a cool name. Yeah, yeah that's, that's such that's, a cool. All you all you'll need is kill. He's all also you need is kill. He's also working on the remake of Little Shop of Horrors, which is in development. So The remake of the remake? The remake of the remake, yes. You better get Rick Moranis in there. <laughs> I don't think you're getting Rick Moranis anywhere. Nope. He was in a Mint Mobile right. commercial for, for Ryan Reynolds last year. And then he got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, oh yeah. The streets the streets <laughs> yeah. said no. Yeah, New York. We saw New that York, shit New you did with Ryan. New York's New York, like, nah. Yeah. New York has had it with, with Poor Rick. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's like, Rick, why don't you do any work? Oh, you know what? I think I'll give it a shot. I'll hit the streets. Be a big boom, guy boom. in New York City. All the- boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Um, this uh, this Bigfoot horror thriller called De-Evolution uh, that, uh, that Max Brooks has written. He's the guy who wrote uh, World War Z. Okay. He's, uh, he's Mel Brooks's kid. Right, okay. Um, he, uh, they, they have a director now for this. Uh, I guess it's, I guess the book is out there, or is it just a screenplay? I don't know. I love the the concept though. But uh, James Ashcroft, the Maori Kiwi actor turned director, uh, who made uh, splash with the horror flick Coming Home in the Dark. 
has signed on to direct uh, De-Evolution. Uh, oh yeah, it is the novel. It is a novel from Max Brooks. It is out there. Okay, here's the plot. The story sees a tech-focused green community in the deep forests of Washington State that is left isolated by a natural disaster. Oh, that's the, never going to end well. The social structure rapidly disintegrates as the members contend first with being cut off from the modern world, and then with a pack of mysterious predators who turn out to be Sasquatch creatures. Told you. That's never good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. That's... Uh, I hope, Steve, I hope hmm? Steve Austin's there, and I hope he's married to one. <laughs> married to a Bigfoot? Married to a Bigfoot. Just like, That's another just like series. A, That's a TV show right there they should make. Married oh, to a Venture, Bigfoot. It was, married it was an episode, of, uh, uh, episode Brothers. of Venture Brothers. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, it was. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I totally forgot. Yeah, and they, they, had to, they had to shave Bigfoot and put, him, put her in a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that show. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, luckily we're getting a, a movie, I guess. Eventually. Yeah. But and, a, I, I, and a death clock too. Finally. I'm, yes. I'm happy we're getting a movie, but I'm sad it's not a new season. <laughs> if you if you miss, well, it's it's a strange stretch, but I just quickly I just need to make this recommendation because the guy who does the voice of Doctor Venture, uh, he is in this uh, Hulu so, show so called good. called Difficult People. And he plays this kind of, you know, abused husband. Is that uh, the one with uh, Billy Eichner? Yeah. With Billy Eichner, yeah. Okay. He plays this kind of abused husband um, to, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. She's very funny. But uh, he has pet names for her that are strange. Uh, and, and they're different every, every time he talks to her, you know, like some, you know, some people, you have a pet name for your spouse, you know, you call her honey or whatever. Uh, the one that he uses the most with her is noodles, but here is a list of the pet names that he has called his, his girlfriend. This is James Urbaniak. James Urbaniak, who you should follow on Twitter. He's funny. It's so funny. So these are pet names. Bellbottom. Bellbottom. Okay. Blu-ray. What? Okay. Blu-ray, you know I love you. you know? <laughs> Brass Brad. What? Candles. Certs roll. Oh, what? The Yo. Mints. Yeah. Chinese New Year. <laughs> now just, just imagine someone saying, you know I love you, and then saying that. You know. Cinnamon Challenge. You know I oh, love you. Know wow. I love you, Chinese New Year. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Corn cob. Corn cob. Credit se credit sequence. <laughs> he called her dad bod for some reason. <laughs> Dressing on the side. Oh my god. Dry run. Duct tape, <laughs> extended relief, <laughs> yo, eyeshadow palette, what oh the God. fuck, yo, <laughs> farm to table. <laughs> this one's a weird one. Fraternity paddle. <laughs> okay. Wow. Funnel. And the funny thing is, I guarantee you, he ad libbed all this shit. Probably. Dude, uh, so funny. Game change, 
hair ribbon, Hydrox, ki- Kiddish Cup, Kleenex, Lady Footlocker. <laughs> what the fuck? Last looks, lava lamp, light bulb, Last loop, loophole, loose change. Here's a here's a, a, a favorite one of mine. Lozenge. Lozenge. <laughs> uh-uh. nope. Lunchables. Nope. Mannequin leg. I don't like it. <laughs> Mouse pad. Nope. He he also called her nickname. <laughs> Ottoman page view paint chip pen cap, which is a favorite. Pencils, pollen count, porcupine, pumpkin seed, push pin, red band trailer, rental ag- <laughs> rental agreement, rubber uh-uh. plant, scene partner, uh-uh. scene partner. How on the nose yeah. can you be? <laughs> yeah. Senate floor, shrug, signature cocktail, <laughs> Snapple facts. I'm not comfortable with this shit. Speed round, spinach, Splenda, spray cheese, string cheese, tambourine, tap shoe, terms of service, thin mint, time stamp, Vitamix, water bug, and wiffle bat. Wiffle bat. Oh, wiffle bat. <laughs> Who made this wow. list and also took the time to put it in alphabetical order for us? The internet. The <laughs> internet does everything. All right. Um, we got a, uh, another uh, Transformers uh, movie coming. And uh, I know, I know. I'm actually in, a little bit intrigued with this one. Well, yeah, do, this one, huh? Do like the people from Vin Diesel's Fast and Furious show up? Do they fuck the car? Like, what's up? Like, are they, is it gonna happen? Like, just make the, those universes cross. It's already it's, there. This yeah. one is called Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. So we're getting the Beast Transformers. You're getting your Beast Transformers. Okay. Yes. Time for um, Beast Wars. It beast is. Wars. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see, uh, centered on a group of robots that took animal form as opposed to car or plane or whatever form. Uh, let's see, so you're getting um, Optimus Primal, yeah. who is, a, I think, a, a gorilla. A gorilla, la, 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 la. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, your, Scourge will be the villain, it says here. Okay. Um, he he loves uh, Autobots and Maximals. Scourge is... is Fusing parts of slain Transformers onto his own body is the plot. jeez. Oh, uh, so he's collecting Autobots and Maximals to use them as his trophies. Um, Optimus Primal, the guerrilla leader. Uh, let's see. You'll also have uh, other heroic like Maximals, this. including uh, the villainous Predacons. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, June 24th, 2022 is what they're saying. So you're getting your Beast Wars if you're a Transformers right. fan. Okay. Egg no, will, I'm not, our I'm friend not Egg Fu will be thrilled. So. In the, old cartoon, in the old cartoon, the Beast Wars were during the uh, dinosaur times, so I wonder yeah. if they're going to try and tie that in at all, or if they're just going to have them show up in regular modern times from the beginning. It'll probably were... be in modern time, because it says Peter Cullen's coming back to voice Optimus Prime. and oh, so. Optimus, oh, yeah. okay. Optimus Prime was being guarded by the uh, Right, the, by the Beast Wars. The, uh, the mm-hmm. Maximals. The, the yeah. Beastacons, yeah. The Beastacons. They, were, they, <laughs> they came out of hibernation early on the arc, and they had to protect the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got uh, three more uh, boys added to the cast of The Boys, uh, which is coming. Uh, let's see. Sean Patrick Fanner, Flannery, Nick Welchler, Gaston Villeneuve are three of the new suits. <laughs> Let me see if I can find him. Okay, uh, uh, Flannery is taking on the supernatural. Take uh, Flannery, yeah, uh, one of the guy. He's playing Soldier Boy. Yeah, Flannery. Flannery will be taking on the role of Gunpowder, a soup inspired by Judge Dredd, 
who can oh. create and control guns, obviously. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the character had a small role in Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson's uh, graphic novel of the same name. It says here, as part of a corrupt soups team named Teenage Kicks. Uh, Gunpowder is actually <laughs> already made an appearance. Teenage Kicks, you know I love you. Um, Gunpowder is actually already made an appearance uh, briefly uh, by a different actor in, uh, the, in the show, apparently. Hmm. But they're recasting yeah. it. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, two other soups. Blue Hawk and Supersonic are new characters who have been yeah. created just for the series. Sounds like we got another speedster. Yeah. And uh, Jensen what Eccles will be, will be playing Soldier Boy. Uh, in this, and uh, the I read an interview with uh, Eric Kripke, the uh, showrunner, creator, head honcho of the boys, and he says that this season, if you thought last season was political, this season's really political. Oh boy, so, I don't boy. like politics in my superhero stories. That's <laughs> right. Then don't That's watch right. season three of the boys because I don't. It's- I don't think superheroes should ever be political ever. That's right, <laughs> Captain America. Emphasis I, on the red and the white. The, you you keep your politics. Eyes. You keep your politics and your agenda out of my X Men. That's right. <laughs> Sam Wilson's not my Captain America. God damn it! Uh, anybody see those Hyundai commercials that just dropped? No Hyundai. They've got yeah. They've got like are they political? No, but they've got Marvel superheroes in them. They got. Uh, Oh, they got Cap Sam is is in one. Black Widow is in one. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is in one. Loki is in one. Huh. I thought oh. it was really strange to see. I'm surprised so they let Sam Wilson or, or Anthony Mackie do anything nowadays after Marvel fans tried to cancel his ass. For, that's the dumbest. Which was, deal. Which so was completely stupid. misunderstanding. You know, that was they, so silly. It's because we only click on the headlines and we don't read mm-hmm. the story. Yeah, people don't read the stories exactly. Yeah. Well, speaking um, of Hyundai, did you yes. know that they bought Boston Dynamics, the robot company? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So watch out for that, Lee. The <laughs> robots are coming. They're already here. From Boston. They, you remember <laughs> last year they put out that video of their robots dancing, and everyone yes. said it was CGI? No, that was real. Yeah, and was Hyundai, real. Hyundai just bought that company. <laughs> so well, didn't, we'll, didn't I we'll see, see somewhere that you can, you can now buy a robot <laughs> yes, yeah. dog? Yes, Spot, the robot yes. dog from Boston you know, Dynamics. Uh, yeah. You just don't your... want robots from Boston. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about any news release about um, robots coming soon as I did <laughs> Ronald, Ronald Reagan's Star Wars defense platform when he was like, the only thing I think that's going to ever bring humanity together is an invasion from outer space. I was like, confirmed. <laughs> We're being invaded. You know what? That's I used right to I, I used to think that that would be what would bring humanity together. No. I don't anymore. No. Yeah, no. 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 30% of humanity would say it was a hoax. Yeah. And yep. then 30% of humanity would say, well, they must be here for a reason. God wouldn't let aliens come. Let's let them eat our children. That's exactly. what God wants. <laughs> See, I used to think that when I read Watchmen, I thought that could bring the world together, nope. an alien invasion. Nope, nope not anymore. Nope. nope. We're too stupid. <laughs> not even close. Stupid. It would, I, it would it would bring people together for about two weeks, and then we'd all start fighting over the remains of the alien. Oh, I think yeah. the last 
I, I think want the that. last time the last time it could have happened is is like in the late 80s because that's the last time I remember people in the United States actually banding together for the common good. It's when we had to stop using Freon. Remember we had to stop mm. using Freon as yes. a propellant and as a coolant and we all did it. Everybody in this country said, "Okay, Freon's bad. Yeah. Let's stop doing it." It wasn't I think you're right. It wasn't the splinter really? cell people going, "Oh, I think it's a conspiracy. I think they're trying to get yeah. our Freon so they can stop us from injecting it in our nostrils to get rid of the chips." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's a good point. Yeah, we couldn't even come together on science vaccine. And yeah. uh, speaking of, speaking of Ronald Reagan, just for you, Lee, they were there to tra- trap me into some kind of uh, boner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I have miss- audio of Ronald Reagan yep. saying boner. Yeah, of course I, I do. Yeah, naturally. Uh, this is video game adjacent, Tony. Have you been following this, the Halo live action series? Uh, yeah, I keep an eye on it here and there. I wonder if this show's ever going to see the light no. of day. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this show will never actually come out. Because they just, uh, the, the showrunners just quit. And, yeah. you the, know. The people behind that show have uh, changed so many times that uh, it's, yeah, forget it. Just so, except, except, <laughs> except like, no, Pablo Schreiber. He's still Master Chief. He's sticking with it. Yeah, know? but, you know, Neil Blokomp's in the corner going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. He's where it started. Yep. <laughs> oh, Peter Jackson's also in the corner going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, this uh-huh. is exactly what happened with uh, the Uncharted movie. It had been kicked around and moved around for 10 years, and at the beginning it was Mark Wahlberg who was going to okay. play... Uh, Nathan Drake, the main character, and now it's old. it's finally actually happening. And he got too old by the time it actually filmed, and he's now the older guy that's friends with Nathan Drake in the movie yeah. <laughs> called Sullivan is his name. This this has been apparently in the works since 2014. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, Stephen Kane is his name. He is the second of its former showrunners when production on the series in Budapest wraps in a few weeks. Apparently he asked for some help. He wanted to work on stuff in America, and then there's shooting in Budapest that's going on, and he wanted to hire somebody to oversee that, and the people in charge said no, and he said, well, that's it. I'm done. Wow. So, uh, I, think, so, yeah. I think we'll actually see a um, released and playable Star Citizen before we see this Halo series. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll keep an eye on this, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, and if it ever happens, that'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see what what becomes yeah. of that? I'll believe it when I see it. All right. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right, we'll be right back. Right back. Tweet twop, tweet twop. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Um, did you uh, did you hear about this whole uh, Warren Ellis uh, thing this week? The one, that ass- the one that he's an asshole? <clears throat> well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what happened was... Um, He was working on this uh, project with Ben Templesmith, and uh, it's called Fell. And they stopped working on it when a lot of women came forward about Warren Ellis um, harassing them and 
you know. It was uh, like last year, wasn't it? Yeah, just being a jerk, essentially. Yeah. Well, Ben, ben Templesmith, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, earlier this week, uh, announced on his, I think it was his Instagram or something, that uh, he's uh, looking forward to continuing the work on Fell with Warren Ellis. Mm. And he even addressed the controversy. He said, uh, not for me to speak for Warren, but I agreed to do the book, and I'm glad he's going to be doing some comics again. I don't think anyone thought he'd bugger off and work in a shoe factory or anything. Um, But the internet spoke. (laughs) Yes, we did say that. They clapped clapped at him. They, Mm -hmm. they, they They raised up, and Image Comics then announced... They said, this week's Fell announcement was neither planned nor vetted and was, in fact, premature. Uh, while finishing Warren Ellis and Ben Templesmith's uh, Fell is something we've been looking forward to for years, Image Comics will not be working with Warren on anything further until he has made Ooh. amends to the satisfaction of all involved. Damn. Uh, he, he got you know. canceled, canceled. He said, yep. it is our sincere hope that the converse, uh, conversations that are beginning now will result in positive changes for everyone. And then they pointed you to a website, which was start started by the women that are accusing Warren Ellis called so many of us.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and he's, I, I even know somebody that really, mm-hmm. wow. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air. Okay. The, the accusations are interesting because it's one of the most insidious and hard-to-prove things that an influential middle-aged man can do, which is grooming young women to be playthings. Because really, all he has to say is, well, she could say no, but it's still creepy as fuck when somebody who's in a powerful position is just like, hey, mm-hmm. I can give you this. I can give you all this so shit. All wow. you have to do is this. It's creepy. It's so 1970s. Yeah. Uh, Ellis has been publicly uh, silent since June 19th, 2020. Uh, <laughs> two high-profile pro- projects... You went silent Juneteenth? <laughs> <laughs> two high-profile projects that he had written have been released since then. The conclusion of the 12-issue DC series, The Batman's Grave, which ended in December, and the fourth and final season of, of Netflix's animated Castlevania, which was released in May. Uh, he did reach out to the group, so many of us.com with a statement when this all went down. Uh, he said, in the past, I have been careless and unthinking in my personal relationships, and I again apologize without reservation. In the last year, I've entered therapy and taken other measures to change my behavior, and I'm co- uh, continuing to process the help and advice I've received. I've had a lot of long, hard conversations with people who are or have been close to me, and I need to have a lot more. I'm working on change. I've been silent because I've had a lot of work to do and still do and have repairs still to make. I wish to proceed mindfully without causing further harm. I have, of course, been silent and isolated for too long and should have addressed these things sooner and proceeded with more speed. For that, I apologize. Uh, naturally, trying to mend my errors now makes it look like the only reason I'm speaking at the moment is to, is to serve this comic book. It's not, but that's irrelevant. This is about me trying to make things right, regardless of how it looks for me or how good or bad the timing is. So, okay, Oof. yeah. I'm curious with Image's statement that they're not going to work with them until things have been, you know, resolved yeah. or, or whatever. So, what's the qualifier for that? How do they decide? Okay, right. you've done enough. We'll work you've with done you enough, again. Like, what's the? I wonder how they're going to measure that. That's an interesting I, statement from them. 
I don't know. I don't. It's know so, yeah, it's a weird. It's such a weird, vague state. You have done enough cancel. Mm-hmm. You 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 shall return at once. Yeah. Is that what I we become? It's just like yeah, you just. Well, well if. It, if I read the statement correctly, it's uh, every once in a while we're going to uh, stick our finger in our mouth and hold it up and see which way the wind is blowing. <laughs> that, right. Yeah, kind of like that. And if the bit. wind's blowing the proper way, then we'll get you know back to work. We call but, that the, the Mel Gibson clause because it's been approximately how many years since the last time it was okay to work with Mel Gibson, but now he's yeah. popping up again. People are like, he oh, is starting to show up, isn't Remember Louis Mel Gibson? CK? Yep. yep. All that. I mean, it's just... That's how, unfortunately, that's just I how it is. With, uh, foreign bodies in you. So was that it? It has nothing to do with it. Oh, it had nothing to do with what? The fact that you had foreign bodies in there? Correct. Correct. Okay, good. So you're not lying to me about fake tits. I have never have. Yes. <laughs> yes, you just did. You said they weren't. You f- lied to me. That's uh, Mel Gibson. Or, that, I yeah. was going to say, is yeah. that Mel Gibson? Yeah. This is him talking to his, uh, his, his wife, yeah. What? Don't hang up for me. I can. I have plenty of energy to drive over there. You understand me? And I will. <laughs> so just f- listen to me. Listen to my f- ranting. Listen to what you do to me. I didn't do anything to you. Ah. Great guy. Holy shit! I've got. I've got. Let's see. Four minutes of that. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he went to therapy. I hope he. I hope he tried to figure oh, he things did out. Not. Not I'm sure yet. he didn't, but... Uh, okay, and then finally this. Holy I know, fuck. I know you've been dying for this uh, movie, you know, ever since you rode on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, you said, yes, yes, that should be a movie. And then we tried, we tried giving you that movie with Steve <laughs> Gutenberg and, you, and Kristen Dunst, and you didn't pay attention. Well, Disney has listened, and they're going to finally... Do it again. Again, yes, yes. <laughs> Give me another one of those. The right way. Uh, oh. Tower of Terror, and uh, written by uh, uh, Toy Story Four director Josh Cooley. He is penning the script for the project based on the park ride, uh, and uh, Scarlett Johansson is producing. It does not say she will be in it. <laughs> Wait, has it got Steve Gutenberg again? No, no. Well, I'm out. If it doesn't yeah, have Steve Gutenberg, I'm not watching yeah. it. Yeah. I stand with you, Tony. Thank you. You're holding Let's out die for on this hill together. Yes, yeah. we will die on this hill together. Yes, uh, you bring the punch. <laughs> the, first, the first ride opened in 1994 at, uh, in Florida at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. And uh, I was at the opening of the one in California, May 5th, 2004. And that, two, if Scarlett, if Scarlett Johansson is listening, see this is yeah. a ho, this is a hotel bell. Uh, if Scarlett Johansson is listening, I will let her use this in the movie if she needs to, because it, it goes like this. Hollywood Tower Hotel, may I help you? <laughs> we'll be looking for you to drop in. So, so ScarJo. <laughs> I know ScarJo listens to this uh, yeah. to this podcast. She's a big fan. She's big actually fan. been supporting us on Patreon since we launched that. That at, is so uh, nice of her. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Yeah. She actually Thank you. She actually doubled her contribution uh, about midweek this week because she she wanted to support uh, people's freedom of expression against sports teams. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, for you some, know, and for I, some reason I like she that. only 
She only doubled it from $1 to $2, so she's still not getting any of the extra content. But, you know, we appreciate she, everything. She said, she said, you know, normally I, I think about my $42 a year contribution, which works out to $5 from each of you. And I thought I should add another dollar to that. <laughs> and actually, the extra dollar is from Colin Jost. It's not from her. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I read a thing where he asked her, uh, Colin Jost asked her to not spoil Black Widow. <laughs> he's like, Specifically. Yeah, he's like, please don't, don't, don't uh, spoil Black Widow for me. Oh, and, my gosh. That's funny. Oh, yeah. That's funny. All right. So I, I do have a, an ultimatum to put on that Tower of Terror movie. I yes. will only go to see it if it's a... A police academy crossover movie. Yeah, you gotta I, have to. if if it's not Michael it's Winslow, not, right? Mm-hmm. If it's not Steve police Cooper. academy, police academy goes to the Tower of Terror. I'm not going. Well, and if you're a big Steve Gutenberg fan and I want am. To, and want to see his latest plastic surgery, um, he's oh, been shit. a teacher on the Goldbergs yeah. for a couple of seasons. Science teacher, yeah, science teacher. Okay, and it's he always was, sad. It's always was, sad. Yeah, he was in uh, last season of Holy Moly as well. I just watched that's the episode right. that he was a uh, a diving judge. In a diving that's judge, right. that's Holy right. Moly in season that's two. Right. God, I love that show. Well, let's <laughs> get so to funny. what we're consuming this week then. Here we go. Who wants to go first? Um, Don't everybody stampede toward oh, the microphone. I guys, I, saw, I went to a movie theater last night. What? For the first time, yeah, oh. the, first, the last movie I saw before the pandy was uh, Birds of Prey. And but same here. And, really? Yeah. It's like the okay. pandemic happened at the same time for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, me and wifey, we decided to go out and to see a movie last night, and we went and saw a Quiet Place Part Two. And it was so. I had a I had a ball, you guys. I had a ball, and the and the audience uh, that was there, it was a light audience, but it was like six different groups, and we all were on the same page. There was a couple shishes, and was like, "Shut the fuck up! We have been out the house. Let's let's enjoy this quiet ass movie." And we enjoyed it. We enjoy like it's scary. It's it's, it's, it's explanation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, I look over at my wife, and, and she's I, I like look at her one particular part and she goes it's scary and i like just started dying <laughs> laughing <laughs> all right yeah uh, it's good go see it okay anybody else lee I, i'm excited i'll tell you what i've been watching but i'm excited about what i'm going to be watching i'm and i'm sad jay is not going to be able to make it but um mm. we were just talking about patreon a little bit ago and uh due to our the generous support of patrons uh listening to the show we were able to uh, actually book um a private showing for the geek show panelists to see black widow in the oh yeah oh my god just yeah. just a few weeks so thank you so much patrons um i what went week? down a, huh uh, the, what week? Uh, the day tenth? after it, re- it comes out i think yeah. the 10th yeah it's 10th, on I think. july yeah. july 10th so but oh, okay. um, I went down a rabbit hole this week because Conan O'Brien has retired from late night. Oof. And so, yeah. you know, I, I went to the Team Coco uh, stream on YouTube and I watched his first episode and yeah. I watched like all of the Letterman crossover episodes. I watched every appearance of Jack Black and I've come to a couple conclusions. I have underappreciated Jack Black over the last 20 years. Jack Black? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. guys, I thought this was going to be a Conan direct, but yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, have also, I have also underappreciated Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I, forgot, I mm. forgot about the masturbating bear. I forgot about, oh, yeah. you know, there's um, so much great stuff that Conan O'Brien's done. Um, 
But he deserved ju- better, don't you? Like he just kind of he got fucked. It's like oh yeah, it's like inheriting. Leno, Leno screwed him over so hard. Well, I'm just In- saying, like he was on for almost thirty years. Yeah, his last yeah. show was on Thursday, and it was just kind of like no big deal. I no I love, made a big deal about it, you know. I love what Jack Black did though, and that's why that's what comes back to Jack Black. He he was hand selected to be the last guest, and the fucker sprains his foot rehearsing a gig uh, rehearsing a bit like they the bit was that he was going to come out do a song do a whole bunch of high kicks and then they were going to fake an injury and then that ended up turning into a bit he actually did fuck his foot up mm-hmm. and there's this whole bit it's it's so great you got to watch it yeah. and it's like whatever conan o'brien does i watched his stand-up from before he got the tbs show yeah. and it was so angry and raw and perfect so uh, um, a couple of things you can look for online as far as Conan O'Brien goes. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's final appearance. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. you know, where they always they always do the Mac and Me prank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they talk about that. And also there is a uh, an animated, uh, it's, it's the conducting of the exit interview with Conan yep. O'Brien right. from TBS, right. yeah. conducted right. by Homer Simpson. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a, great, there's a great line in there. Where Homer says, uh, talking about jobs, he says, I was even a monorail conductor for a while. <laughs> how how yeah. stupid is that? Yeah. That's like and, Leonard Nimoy episode time. Yeah. And Conan is like, well, I, I didn't think it was that stupid. Yeah. That was one of the episodes he wrote, he wrote wasn't it? He wrote that one, yeah. yeah. So, and then there's one other person from that whole deep dive that I realized I also did not appreciate while he was there, and that was David Letterman. Now, I, I like mm. his show on Netflix. It's great. But realizing after watching the history of David Letterman bits with Conan O'Brien, when he introduced Conan O'Brien and said, I'm leaving this show, it's going to be taken over by a guy named Conan O'Brien, I hear he killed a guy once. (laughs) That was his shtick for 20 fucking years. Every time he talked about Conan O'Brien for 20 fucking years. (laughs) Conan O'Brien, great friend, great friend. I really like the guy. I like what he did with my show. Great show. I hear he killed a guy once. <laughs> okay, while weird. we're heaping love, uh, yeah. let's not forget Andy Richter. Oh, yeah, so good. See, yeah, yeah. I was just about to bring. So uh, goddamn funny. Seth Rogen was on during this last week, and Seth Rogen's yeah. like, "Well, Conan, you're really hyper. So what you need is," and he pulls out this doobie, and Conan does an Elon Musk toke off of it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they hand it to Andy. Andy smokes. Yeah, he smokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, he knew what to do. And <laughs> yeah. here's here's more more Conan love. Nobody does man on the street better than Conan no, O'Brien. No. I'll say 100%. it. One hundred percent. Oh God, his filmed bits. That one he did yeah. with uh, the old timey baseball team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Nobody does man <laughs> on the street better. He, yeah. he okay. his uh, I yeah Lee I'm I'm with you on this. Like I I just wanted to just shout it out because. Uh, Conan's when he went to travel to other countries and did those yes. those those were those were great. Um, honestly, it was my dream to to do Conan. And I over on, on Instagram, it, it's wonderful if you follow a lot of comedians because he broke a lot of comedians with their first late night set. Oh, yeah. at, at you know like because it wasn't as some people did Fallon, some people did Kemmel, but like if you did a Conan set, it it still held up. Eddie Brill used to book all that shit, and it's. Mm-hmm. Um, he his podcast. Uh, I know we're not supposed to mention other podcasts, but like Conan <laughs> needs a friend is a great podcast where he has 
Bill Burr, uh, Will Ferrell, and his assistant, Sona M M Obsessian. Like, they're so funny. Andy Richter. He's launched so many careers. Uh, JB Smooths, may I elaborate? Like, his podcast is great. Like, that, t that whole Team Coco, that whole brand is, like, going away. And mm -hmm. I'm, like, miserable about it because I, I, ah, I, I love he Conan. He did announce, uh, it was, like, one of the last things mm. he talked about. He said that this is the end of his show on TBS, that they're taking a yeah. hiatus, and that they're coming back with a new project. So I'm excited yeah, it's, about it, that. It's going to be like a variety show, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely yeah. on board. I just, yeah, yeah appreciate, appreciate your comedians that you realized you haven't appreciated, especially yes. the ones that haven't turned out to be douchebags. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's next? Tony, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I watched a little anime project on Netflix last week called Eden. Really good. Check it out. It's okay. all about okay. ro robots and uh, and like the last remaining human on Earth. It was it was good. Um, we watched. Have you guys watched Without Remorse yet on Amazon? No. Amazon Prime. That's that one with um, gosh, Michael B. Jordan as the uh, oh, yeah, military guy this. that uh, is out for revenge because yeah, the group killed his family or whatever. Um, how is yeah, it? it's it's interesting. It's got some really cool scenes, so I would say it's worth it for some of the some of the crazy action scenes in it. As a whole, the movie it was pretty good, but it's got some really standout action scenes. Go ahead. Question: yes. Is there a love scene? Asking for my wife and possibly me at another time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say no. I don't remember one. Sorry. Excellent. I'll pass that along. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I made. I I also made it out to the movie theaters in the last two weeks with my wife. Uh, or not? Uh, no, not not with my wife this time. Um, we're gonna go see Cruella later. I went out with a buddy and we saw a Simple Man. That Guy Ritchie. Oh um, yeah. What's his name? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason that is Statham. The frog. It's the broodiest Jason Statham that ever brooded. Holy Ooh, cow! He is intensely angry this entire movie. <laughs> so, so, it's, if that's, so it's not the Madonna guy Richie movie. No, not even a little bit. Um, it was it was pretty good. I liked it. A uh, simple man. So anyway, that's you know, and then the regular stuff, Loki and Superman and Lois and that kind of good stuff. All right. So, uh, Shannon. Um, let's see. I God, I loved the uh, season premiere of Rick and Morty. It, yes. Yeah. Really good. Oh my that. God! Really so good. Funny. Mr. Nimbus. Yeah. I love Mr. Nimbus. <laughs> I want that to be Namor when we get him in a movie. Yes. That's what. Yes. I mean. <laughs> Fucking. God damn it! Summer. His name is Mr. Nimbus, and he controls the cops. Yeah. It's so much <laughs> animated. So, yeah. So, there's so much that's animated. His power? Swing that's swinging dingus. Well, no, that's yeah. one of his powers. He's like he's like Namor, but for some reason he can control the police. Yeah, yeah. He controls the police. <laughs> but the the whole like side story of that other the other uh, realm, the, the other where time realm passes or, faster. Oh, yeah, that was once again wild. they've shown the repercussions of uh, sci-fi. One of my right? favorite things that that show does is showing the repercussions of their adventures on the areas around them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they yeah, had so, even um, in the first even in the first season when you realize that halfway through the season the Rick and Morty you've been following are dead and buried in the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, holy moly is just killing it. Yes. Uh, I I didn't know Dutch Courage needed flames until I saw it. And it does. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then also, uh, I've been rewatching Happy Endings. 
oh. on uh, Netflix. Rebecca still, would be thrilled to hear this. Still yeah. totally holds up. Oh, and yeah. then um, I'm about almost finished with the entire series of uh, The Last OG, Tracy Morgan's show. Great show. Uh, yeah, and it was now, and it was, I believe it was co created by the guy with hair from Key and Peel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that. Jay? You're Jordan. Okay. Jordan Peel. That's the one. Jay? Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. The one with hair, you know. Yeah. You know. Um, but it's it's really good. I I, I love Tracy Morgan, God and he kind of and, and he uh, he really tones down his uh, Tracy Morgany a little oh, bit, you know. Oh, does he? Yeah, and okay. um, it's got some great like d- dramatic bits and stuff in it too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a good show. All right, last OG is good show. Good good uh, work. Good work by that guy with the hair from. <laughs> I uh, this week I've, I've not been watching much this week I did uh, find this uh, uh, it, you know I love music docuseries I know you do too Shannon yes I do um, this is pop on Netflix I, I saw that that just came on on Friday right yeah and uh, I didn't think that I would enjoy it because it's You're not, not necessarily guy. about music that I'm into but it's fascinating at the same time. Uh, there was you know, like the first episode, the boys to men effect. And I thought, well, this isn't for me. But Sue said, it's for me and we're watching it. Uh, and it's, it's just kind of, you know, because, you know, they made that boy band popular thing, you know, because from them came New Kids and 98 Degrees and all that. And it was fascinating to see how that all went down. And then there was an episode about auto-tune. Oh, really? Yes, which uh, didn't go far enough back in the history of the device itself because it was originally designed to be used for the Cylons on Battlestar Galactica, but that's another show. Talk to him. But by the end of that episode, I'll say this. I kind of felt sorry for T-Pain. Yeah. Because T-Pain took so much shit (laughs) for auto-tune. Yeah. Um, Did Did they mention Roger and Zap? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, I was about to say, because I'm like, yeah, Roger, like, mm-hmm. it, all right, if for, for all you music fans, please go back and listen to Zapp and Roger's greatest hits. You will mm-hmm. love it. It is, it is, it is pre, it is like, what, if, if T-Pain was in the 80s and doing yeah. sexy R&B, sexy yeah. R&B, <laughs> computer love, baby. And then there was, and then there was an episode that explains, you know, that, something that you did not know, that most of the pop hits of the 80s and 90s were written in by a group of people in Sweden, the same group of people. Yeah. It's what? It, yeah, it, yeah. It's again. It's just. It's. I didn't yeah. think this show was for me, but and it probably isn't. But it's fascinating as hell. You would you would think that all the conspiracy theorists that are caught up in this Illuminati bullshit would recognize that the majority of pop songs were written by a small group of what like middle aged dudes mm-hmm. in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then. I, and then, of course, I've been uh, rewatching Deep Space Nine, and finally, season three, episode twenty something, Chase Masterson <laughs> is there. I didn't realize that it took that long to get her on that show. For your girlfriend to be on? My girlfriend didn't show up until season three, toward the end of the season. Oh, Carrie, oh. how did you last that long? I kept well, Jedzia and Kira kept me going, but. <laughs> You know, I'm always holding out for Chase Masterson, Lita, to show up, and she finally shows up. That reminds Bravo. me. I, I started yeah. rewatching uh, Next Gen after the Picard season two trailer, mm-hmm. 
I started at episode one, and I'm like 11 episodes in. It's not nearly as hokey and lame as I thought it'd be. Like, have you I not, only, you've seen I it only before, remember though, the I only remember the last half of that show's run because it came out in 1987. I was really yeah. little when we were watching it. When my mom no, and I we were, were watching it, we were all pretty little when that came out. I was still in <laughs> high school, but uh, yeah, it's I'm liking it. I'm liking the first half of that show. It's it's pretty good. All right, games, Tony. Do we have any games? We have some games. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush just came out this week, so check that out if you're into the Mario Golf games. Coming out next week. There is wow. There's actually no. There's a big gap. There's like nothing coming out this week. Oh, Not till okay. July eighth. All right. Good enough then, uh, Mr. B. If you would please. Oh, so we're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Ham. Let's go. Uh, let's go grab some lunch at Fuck Knuckles. <laughs> you can't be saying that. <laughs> <laughs>